Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. It's a Thursday, December 13th. And because it's a Thursday, it's fasting day. So I'm here with my cup of Yogi Detox tea. I got a different brand this time. Ah, and it does not have annoying sayings on the tag. It's probably just as well, right? You guys don't need to hear me rant about that. This is triple leaf tea. Hmm. It's not as tasty as the other one. Still good, but this is one I picked up at um, Cost Plus World Market. It was what they had. I don't remember. I thought that was where I'd gotten the other one, but maybe not. You know how that goes. There. I had to unwind my tea bag from the candle. I have this little habit that I do where I loop the tea bag around <clears throat> and put it through so that the I don't know if I'm explaining right. It's just like the like the first level of a knot, a simple knot, so it won't um drag the paper end into the cup. Only then, once the string is wet, it becomes kind of a pain to disentangle it. Uh, but I do it every time anyway. <laughs> that's a good example of a habit that's not necessarily productive, but that I continue to do for no particular reason. It always seems like a good idea when I start it, and then later I regret it. Like so many things in life, right? So I'm heavy into working on book five of Sorcerer's Moons. So we're closing in on the final week here. I should have it done next Friday. Um, although the last couple of days on it have been quite slow. Uh, I did post to the blog yesterday. If you didn't read that, this book officially has a title. It's called Oriah's Enchantment. So I'm happy with that. That works on several different levels. I was wondering why this particular scene that I've been writing uh, has slowed me down so much. This happens at times that uh, certain scenes just slow you down. Even if I kind of know what's going to happen. I know some things that happen and not others. And... Uh, I don't know. I think I've, I've known that I was writing this particular scene for at least a week. And to some extent in the back of my mind all along. So yesterday I was thinking, why is this going so slow when I know what needs to happen? One is, is that there's a profound answer that I don't know the question and the <laughs> questions and answers. There's a profound question that I do not know the answer to yet that will be answered in this scene, which means that I need it to come from somewhere else since I don't know. Um, and the only way I can get to that is by writing through it. And that just takes a lot of effort sometimes. Uh, so I think that's why I've been sort of stalled and spinning for a week now. And and I shouldn't think of it as stalled and spinning because I am at, um, well, what did I say? I was going to finish in a week. Um, 
yeah, that's why I thought I'm, I'm at 40,000 words on this and shooting in the neighborhood of 55,000, maybe a little bit less. I might be like 38, 37. And so it's, it's there. It's just, um, yeah, that you just hit these slow down points. Uh, so I'm still on track to finish, but boy, is it a lot of work to get those words on, on the page. Some days feel good, some days don't. Uh, and it suddenly occurred to me one reason why this is going so slow. And it has to do with um, doing a, a multi-book arc. Uh, because I've essentially written this series more or less as a long serial. Uh, which is why book four, uh, The Force of Drew, ended mid-paragraph Terry. <laughs> she complained about that. Mid-paragraph. What a snotty thing to say. It was not quite that bad. Um, but when you write any kind of series arc, and maybe it's, I don't know, I'm gonna. I'm sort of retracting as I'm saying it. I don't think it's as true as in a series like the Uncharted Realms. Although it would be very interesting to go back and run the math. But if you're doing an arc that's essentially a serial, whereas this one is much more of that. It's the same hero and heroine, and there's a definite overall trajectory. And in this book, I am answering quest answering questions that were originally posed in the very first book in Lonan's War. So I realized that if I go back, you all know that I use the eight scene three act structure. So if you figure, just to recap for those who don't know, if you do the uh, you know act one climax is twenty five percent midpoint at fifty percent. Act 2 Climax is at 75%. Act 3 Climax is in the neighborhood of 90%. And then you have Wrap Up and Denouement, the picture after. Well, at this, and then you could break it up into eight scenes that are roughly, you know, divisions of eight of the whole thing. So uh, scene two, the end of scene two is equivalent to the end of act one climax. So there's two scenes in the first 25%. So hopefully that makes sense describing it. Sometimes it's a little bit easier to see. At any rate, where I am at in Oriah's enchantment is the scene five ending. And, and I am there. I did finish it. So now I have to go on to the next scene. Uh, and then, and then there will be coming up on the end of scene six, which will be the act two climax to this book. But you can apply these percentages and beats to the overall arc of the entire series. And I woke up this morning realizing, oh, I bet I am at a major beat in the overall series arc. And that is part of why this is going so slow. So uh, before I hopped on the podcast here, I ran the numbers and I went and pulled the links of the all the other books. 
because I do track as I go. Um, we were talking about that in the software chat room yesterday. Um, cause you know, there are people who love Scrivener and Scrivener just gives me hives, but they, I said, what I do do is I do track, you know, they said, well, it's really helpful to manage like chapter links. And I was like, well, you know, every time I, cause I write beginning to end, every time I finish chapter, I just do the word count on it, which is easy. You just select and word tells you the word count and I pop it into my spreadsheet and they're like, Oh, you're so incredibly organized. And it's like, well, it's not that hard. <laughs> you just pop it into the spreadsheet. But I have my spreadsheets open all the time and set up for myself. And this is what I do instead of outlining, right? So I do keep running track of that and adjust as I revise more or less. And so I can go through and figure out the word count of the entire series, the entire six book series, predicting that book six will be approximately the same like um well and same for this book you know aiming for i think it'll come out around fifty six thousand. so if you if i figure that then the entire series is somewhere in the neighborhood of 350 to 360 thousand words i'm not looking at my spreadsheet right now so i'm not i think it came out at like 350 so then if you figure that the whole thing is one long book of 350,000 words, then you can apply the percentages of the scenes to the overall arc. I did a workshop on this once. It probably explains it a lot better. Um, Have me come there and give you a workshop on this. (laughs) So anyway... If you do that, then you figure, okay, well, half comes out at like 179,000 or something like that. And that would be midpoint of the overall series. And when I look to see if I put all six books together and I look at the book that would contain the midpoint for the entire series, it happened in the Tides of Bara, which some people complained was a downer of, of a book. But... Well, and it was, you know, sorry about that. But um, when you look at that in the overall arc, well, the midpoint is the turning point, And it's it's often the uh, dark moment of the soul. And so, of course, if, if that was the midpoint was in that book, then, yeah, it's a downer. So I realized that where I am at right now <clears throat> is I'm at the Act 2 climax of the overall series arc. Which oh, it's like, oh, oh, no wonder, no wonder it feels like I am at last getting to the ultimate big questions. And it is, that's part of why it's appropriate for this book to be Orias Enchantment. Um, I am really dealing with a whole lot of the things that have to do with her magic and uh, the dark side of that. And she's also figuring out some answers to what she needs to do. So it makes for an interesting uh, overall perspective and helps me, I don't know, feel less frustrated maybe. I don't know what the right word is. Um, You know, it's frustrating when it goes slow. So, and I promised to share that all with you um, 
though I am a, it's tempting to clean that up. It's tempting to present the picture of Trilla, Trilla, oh, everything's going fine, which is what I do when people ask me how uh, my writing is going. I'll be like, oh, well, it's going along. Um, it might be the difference between answering the question of how are you, where you say, well, I'm doing fine, as opposed to, uh, oh, well, let me tell you about all my little aches and pains and this weird twinge that I'm sure must be cancer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's how it goes, how it goes with the writing. So, yeah, um, I'm just heavy into that. Most of the, I did get uh, all of my luminarias up, all the Christmas decorations are up. Everything's done except for the shopping, and we're going to finish that this weekend. So it's still plenty of time to go and get stuff shipped to people, so that's good. And, you know, so really I'm just head down focusing on this book, and, and you could probably tell that I'm getting into that uh, heavy contemplating thinking about the book stage. I kind of get vaguer on the outside world as the interior world takes over. Some businessy things I need to take care of, but I have not been getting to them. I need to do that. Got a little party tonight at our neighbor's house. I'll go over to that. Um, maybe go to yoga this afternoon. We have a very uh, blustery day. We got snow last night. Came in with big winds. Actually, it's clearing now. The sun is coming out. It was very dark this morning. Uh, so it'll help if it uh, clears up. It'll help fight my don't want to leave the house uh, impulse. So, But a good day to stay in and work on this freaking book, right? So, um, do I have anything else to report? We've got a few things going on uh, giveaway-wise. There will be a big giveaway that Kensington's sponsoring, Rebel Base is sponsoring, Rebel Base being an imprint of Kensington, uh, December 21st to the 28th. But um, So that's still a week away. I can tell you about that then. And, of course, they're lining up these things. They're all going to be out of the office for the two weeks. That's how publishing does, New York publishing. I think they're all saying last days are like the 20th to the 21st and then out for two weeks. I might just take off a couple of weeks, too. It was funny. My uh, editor, Jenny, has been going back and forth with me about the cover of The Orchid Throne. Um, Jenny from St. Martin's, uh, which is great. I'm really happy that she's uh, really looping me into the cover process. You almost never get that. But we're working on the image of the actual orchid throne, and so she wanted my input on that. <coughs> so I, um, sorry, started thinking about the orchid throne images there. Uh, she asked me that, she said that she hopes uh, the second book is coming along well, <laughs> which we're tentatively, the working title is The Fiery Citadel. Um, and I thought it was funny because I was thinking, yeah, I haven't even started on it yet. But it's not due till mid-April, um, which for me is is a very long time. I know for other authors it was, it's not so much, but 
Um, I think she's very used to working with authors who spend a year or half a year working on a book. So I just sort of nod and smile on that kind of thing. Uh, getting these two books finished will be a, a good start. And then I will. I am going to turn around and work on that. And I've got quite a bit of padding uh, built into that schedule. So um, I hope you all are doing well. And I it's good Thursday. And I am going to get at this. Think good thoughts for me to get through this freaking scene and discover at last the secret of Arise magic, right? Uh, talk to you all again tomorrow. Bye-bye.